This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. New bank records show six more Biden family members benefited from Hunter's shading business deals. What? Six? Who are they? They're running out of family members to pay off. Mother of Army veterans stabbed to death in New York scorches Democrats for claiming Republican crime. And ALX will be here to break down Elon Musk's interview with Tucker Carlson. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. What's the most valuable thing in my life? Well, I can put it on screen right now for you. It is my children. My children are indeed the most valuable thing in my life, and it is not my glasses, actually. The reason I'm not wearing glasses in that photo is because, as you can see there, my one-year-old uh, dropped them off onto the ground. She likes to grab them off my face and chuck them onto the ground. Now, these are the most valuable things that I have in my life. And so I want to make sure that their brains are not poisoned by leftist propaganda. Ladies and gentlemen, leftist propaganda has completely shot through our education system. It is a total mess from critical race theory to pronouns to explicit books sexually hurting our children. It's so bad that colleges have been dumbing down their courses for years, all the way down to a seventh grade level. It's why I want to talk to you right now about the Freedom Project Academy. They have perfected online learning, offering live, on-demand, and homeschooled courses for K-12. through Freedom Project Academy was built on Judeo-Christian values, classical curriculum. They're dedicated to the mastery of the subject matter and teaching kids how to think, not what to think. Save 10% on tuition when you enroll today at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, for school.com. It is so important that our kids get raised outside of the leftist nexus of poisoning mind viruses from wokeness. Otherwise, your kids may end up like Hunter Biden. And that's how we start our show today, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden is indeed the man of the moment because Hunter Biden has created suspicious activity reports for the Bidens. What are those? A SAR, a suspicious activity report, you're going to hear a lot about that in the show today, is a very specific type of warning sign that is created from a banking institution to say, what's going on is wrong. It's very hard to get one of these. If I were to buy a very expensive camera or if I were to pay my staff, big bonus or something like that, I wouldn't get that. If I were able to buy a, an expensive vehicle for my company, that would be considered, hey, you got to have company vehicles. I wouldn't get a suspicious activity report. If Voldemort Zelensky were to wire me $50 million, well, then I'd get a suspicious activity report. You have to really work to get these. And the Biden family has 150 of them. Now, the Treasury Department has been balkanizing around the Biden family, just as uh, the sort of antibody reaction to all of Washington, D.C., when you begin to expose the true product of Washington, D.C., the true way the business is done in Washington, D.C., selling access to our enemies to carve up our empire and to destroy the future for your children. That is the goal of those who live in Washington, D.C., is why I'm in favor of breaking up D.C. I think that's the only way you actually save the country is to actually rid ourselves of the nation's capital to put all of the government entities and organs, spread them out, sh shatter them to the wind 
in some cases, like uh, the CIA and the FBI, or if you want to keep, let's say, the Department of Energy, which you could argue that doesn't need to exist either, you put that in Texas. You put the Department of Education in Florida and so on and so on. The corruption and the real root of the issue is not that the Bidens were particularly bad at the corruption of D.C., it's that the Bidens were particularly good at the actual product that D.C. sells which is to rip the brass off the Titanic because they all assume that America's going down, so they might as well get rich while doing it. Now, Bidens have gotten rich while doing it. Republicans now have access to the blocked Treasury reports because the suspicious activity report gets sent right off to the Treasury, right? This is required by a bank to say, yo, this is not good. Jeffrey Epstein, for instance, had a lot of these come through. But I want to start, ladies and gentlemen, with an important revelation that we cannot play enough is that the Bidens are liars on this front. You know, some people just lie for fun, okay? So there's pathological liars, but the Bidens are very strategic in their lies because they are trying to protect themselves. Most people lie in order to protect themselves. Your wife grabs your phone, you have a bunch of bad stuff on it, whatever. Like, you try and grab that phone back. You're, you're nervous about it. You lie about it. You want to find out where people's darkest secrets are? You light their house on fire, right? And you see where they run to. This is how you can tell that the Bidens themselves are indeed totally and completely affected by this investigation. Because when they are asked about it, even before Joe Biden is even remotely close to the presidency, when Biden was asked about this at the state fair, 2019, by Peter Ducey, he had this response. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business And so how do you know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened? That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the of presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. So ask the right questions, Joe Biden says, while totally refuting that he has ever had any conversation with his son ever about his business dealings. But of course, we know that to be false because we have Joe Biden's voice recordings from Hunter Biden's laptop talking to his son about his business dealings. I mean, we, we literally have the bloody glove with the DNA on it. Check it out. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the spy chief of China, who started the company that my partner, who was worth $323 billion, founded. It is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing. Who was my partner? Who's my partner? The richest Chinese guy in the world. Who's the spy chief of China? The effing spy chief of China. We had to 
We have to bleep it out. This is Hunter Biden's voicemail talking about his dad calling him to talk about this. Now, it would sure be helpful if we actually had that call recorded from Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. Oh, lucky us. We do. Hey, Palace Dad. It's 815 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article released the thing on online. It's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. Okay, so this is Joe Biden in the flesh talking to his son about his business dealings. Joe Biden is a liar. Joe Biden was the kingpin of this family. The entire family was predicated and built around Joe Biden's political access. And more importantly, as somebody who's lived in D.C. for a very long time, this is how Washington works. The reason they don't want to report this story is because the journalists who would typically report something like this, well, they want to get into this industry as well. Do you see how rich Nancy Pelosi's gotten? Man, Nancy Pelosi's salary is like $100,000. It's a decent salary. But Nancy Pelosi is worth $100 million. How's that? happen for somebody in public service. This business is great business. It's great business for the Bidens, the Romneys, the McCains, for the Bushes. This has been the corruption. This is at the root, the very root and stem of the issue that we face right now as a country. And the Bidens were just sloppy. They were greedy as pigs and they were sloppy about it. And now Republicans are getting access to the documents. Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeting out uh, about her viewing of these documents. Right now, the Republicans have to go view these documents inside of a skiff, inside of a secure facility. And they can now look through all of these suspicious activity reports for the Bidens. And we're starting to get the revelations as to what they contain. I just walked out of the Treasury after reviewing financial records of the Bidens and their web of LLCs and wire transfers from many foreign countries created a vast criminal enterprise bigger than anyone can comprehend. And then she demands whistleblowers come forward. Marjorie Taylor Greene also describing in more detail, reading over 2,000 pages of financial reports in the Treasury about Biden family members receiving millions of dollars through LLCs like Bursima and Ukraine. Dozens of other LLCs were opened and closed to launder money from foreign countries and pay Biden family members. I can't help but wonder, as Americans pay their taxes, if any of them paid taxes on all the money that they laundered. What about the LLC called Oswako that Hunter owned and paid countless prostitutes, even from Russia and Ukraine? In the report, it states that human sex trafficking ring is what Hunter Biden was paying, a human sex trafficking ring. Now, we've been covering since the get. We were the only show that sunk our teeth into James Comer saying they are going after the Bidens for human trafficking. So when somebody asks you, well, what crimes did the Bidens commit? That's what they're saying. They're not saying now that Joe Biden is corrupt and that he didn't fleece the American public by taking millions from our enemies in order to sell American oil and gas and political clout. What they're saying is he didn't necessarily break any laws because the people who write those laws, well, they're all getting rich from the same thing. False. You say human trafficking. How about that? Human sex trafficking. Are you the side of human sex traffickers? James Comer is the guy who is the one who began this entire narrative. We've asked him about it. He's been on the show. We're trying to get him booked on the show again to give us an update here. James Comer was giving an update on his review of the documents. Go. We're just walking out of Treasury now and very concerning what we've seen. We knew that uh, there were a lot of suspicious activity reports. We knew there were several LLCs 
but uh, until you see the sheer number and what the description was that the banks have accused this family of being involved in, it's very concerning. And uh, this is why we're conducting this investigation. Uh, what we've learned over the past two weeks has been very valuable. Uh, today was very productive for the members, and I think the American people are going to be very interested uh, in our final report and to, to see just exactly what the Biden family's been involved in and how they've made uh, millions and billions of dollars from our adversaries over the last few years. I really like the soundtrack that's being played, the trombone that's being played. <laughs> I'm not sure if James Comer hired that trombone player to give it a little bit of a cinematic flair, but here we are. With the revelations from inside of the Treasury Department, now they're getting the documents, okay? The stonewalling is over. They're now getting the documents. And what we are revealing is that there was a vast web of money laundering that was going on for the Bidens. Now, again, that itself, in and of itself, is, is a crime, okay? But what's more important is that there are now six Biden family members who are getting paid out from this scheme. So the way that mafias keep their money inside of the family is inbreeding. I mean, the Rothschilds do this. They like openly joke about this. They in, you inbreed in order to keep money inside of the family. And then two, you end up paying your family members so it looks less suspicious. Now, what does that mean? It means that you pay your niece, your granddaughter, your goddaughter. You pay them and all that money gets funneled through that individual. So it looks like to the IRS, this person's making a salary. This happened with Bo Biden's widow, Haley Biden, who was stooping Hunter Biden for some reason. Grotesque, what a grotesque, immoral, deeply depraved in, uh, family. These people are just, just so dirty. But classic money laundering tactic is you just end up paying your dog, your niece, your nephew, and then all that money goes back in the same pot, right? You have access to that money once it goes into a private bank account, right? The government can't really track it unless you're doing something illegal. So that's how it all works. Check this out. The Bidens were paying now six new Biden family members that we didn't know about. James Comer saying that this brings the total to nine Biden family members getting paid out in this scheme. Dirty, filthy Ukrainian, Russian and Chinese money. Go. 150 suspicious activity reports. I guess this relates to the Hunter Biden uh, business. Um, is there anything you can tell us about these suspicious activity reports? Did you learn things that were new? We learned a lot that was new. Uh, the committee went there today, but I've had staff there over the past two weeks. There are thousands of pages of documents relating to financial transactions. And let, let me be very clear. This isn't just about the president's son or the president's brother. We've identified six new Biden family members involved in shady uh, foreign transactions that we believe were a direct result of influence peddling. Uh, that brings the number of Biden family members now to nine that were involved in the Biden family influence peddling. And we still have more family members that uh, we suspect were involved. So this is a family affair. This is something that should be troubling to every American. And what we've learned from from going through these records are there are a lot of additional uh, LLCs, a lot of additional bank accounts that we didn't know prior to going uh, to the Treasury cabinet. So we've learned a lot. This investigation is ongoing, but I can tell you without hesitation, it's very serious. And the president of the United States is going to have a very hard time explaining how so many of his family members have received so much money from our adversaries around the world. This is how they get crime families. It's called a RICO case. So the RICO cases are 
what people like Mayor Giuliani used when he was a prosecutor in order to get mob families on. What you do is you get the lower level people because the mobs are sloppy. They end up paying lower level people all to protect the kingpin. The Biden family is structured like a mob family. And there are all these intermediaries between the kingpin. Of course, what these people are paying for is access to the vice president, access to this man who's close to Barack Obama, access to a man who's in charge of all of these, you know, the China profile and the Ukraine profile under Barack Obama. Why wouldn't you pay that guy if you thought that you could get taxpayer printing money dollars out of him? And that's exactly what happened in Ukraine, as we covered last week. Ukraine paid Joe Biden so that Joe Biden, Ukraine paid Hunter Biden so that Joe Biden would go over there and start developing their oil and natural gas and resources. And that's exactly what Joe Biden did. You know, the American taxpayer spent $50 million developing Ukraine's gas and oil reserves. What the hell does that have to do with the day-to-day quality of your life? Nothing. But it meant that Joe Biden was doing his part to make sure that Hunter kept getting that sweet, sweet burst of my cash. That's how it all works. So it's all being laid bare. Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the millions that flowed into the Biden family coffers, what she saw in person. Go. Those associations resulted in millions of dollars in cash flow. There exists a vast web of corporate connections and financial transactions between and among the Biden family and Chinese nationals. And I've seen it. I've seen it in the bank records. There is direct evidence of wire transfers in the millions coming from China that go directly into people who served as so-called consultants and held LLCs that took the money directly from their bank accounts and paid out different members of the Biden family. And what's really interesting is the further we dig, the more Biden families members that we find. And it's not just a few. It's more than you can imagine. More than you can imagine. This is the structure of a classic crime family. So you're going to have to go after the kingpin of the crime family in order to take the entire thing down. Marjorie Taylor Greene following up that statement, talking about the millions that flowed into the Biden crime family by saying Joe Biden has been in office since 1972, longer than I've been alive. At the end of his days and his career, he is handing over a country with a debilitating debt on the verge of World War III and on the verge of losing dollar as the world's currency. He has used his power to make corrupt deals so his family could become rich beyond their wildest dreams. The case to impeach Biden will soon be indisputable. The case to impeach Biden will soon be indisputable. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you may say, Benny, Marjorie, we we see her. She's like flamethrower. We know we love her. She's based. But like she's just she represents a very fringe wing of the Republican caucus, right? Like this isn't going to happen. We we don't trust anyone who's actually in leadership to follow through with this stuff. They have no guts. Well, to that criticism, I give you, ladies and gentlemen, James Comer, when he's asked, are you going after Joe Biden? These family members also passed this money up to Mr. Biden, did they not? Well, we'll have to stay tuned on that. Obviously, this is an investigation of the president of the United States. Uh, we've talked to several of the the former Biden associates. Uh, we've got bank records. We're going to get more bank records. So I think that question will be answered in, in due time. Can they be subpoenaed? 
Well, we've, I've already issued uh, six subpoenas to banks. I already have those uh, bank records in hand. Uh, now we're looking at additional banks because we've learned of new accounts and new LLCs that we didn't know existed. You know, you're a business guy, Larry. I'm a business guy. The one thing that, that stands out to me is how many different LLCs were involved uh, that this family had their fingerprints on. And we really can't tell what those LLCs did other than launder uh, deposits from our adversaries around the world back to the Bidens. Well, so it was a money laundering scam. That's what it was, selling American influence and money laundering. Now, you you could also potentially say, Mr. Strawman argument, well, Benny, you're just playing here, of course, the Republicans who can fundraise off of this and who can go after the Bidens because that's why they were elected and this is just partisan hackery and there's a lot of this and they did this to Trump and so on and so forth. Here's the difference, and this is the main difference. Everything that they accused Donald Trump of, Joe Biden actually did. So Donald Trump was exonerated, of course, for all of the shady business dealings or the selling influence and so on and so forth, Joe Biden's actually guilty of it. They impeached Donald Trump for Joe Biden's crimes, and that's empirical. We know this not only because the record states that. You might recall that Donald Trump was impeached because he called Ukraine. He's like, you got to investigate the Bidens. They are deeply corrupt. And they're like, you can't do it. You can't do that. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to call a world leader and ask him for stuff. Well, one, we have Joe Biden on the phone doing the exact same thing with the Ukrainian leader. But more importantly, Donald Trump wasn't making any money in Ukraine. The Bidens were making money in Ukraine, and now there is a whistleblower who is an Obama staffer. This is a man who worked for Barack Obama and his administration, a stenographer whose job it is to sit there and write down everything that's going on, who is saying. Blowing the whistle, saying Joe Biden is corrupt as hell. He has worked hand in glove with his son in order to fleece and defraud the American public, in order to sell access. These are all crimes. They didn't pay any money on these taxes. There might be plenty of other crimes, but here's what I know. I know that Hunter Biden signed a deal with a Ukrainian gas company, and the next day at light speed, Joe Biden was heading to Ukraine to promise American tax dollars to develop Ukraine's oil reserves. That's what I know. This whistleblower came out last week and said that he has the evidence that's going to put Joe Biden in jail. Watch. I went to the FBI and filled out their witness tip line. There's a website. You fill out all these tips, uh, these web, web directions. I submitted it. If you lie to the FBI when you're submitting a tip like that, you can go to jail. I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. Joe Biden is lying. Joe Biden is a criminal. That's the bottom line. I don't care if he goes to Timbuktu or Island or anywhere. He's a criminal. And I've got the evidence. If they put me in front of the grand jury that's right now seated in Wilmington with special prosecutor David Weiss, my testimony becomes the evidence that will put him in jail or will uh, lead to his impeachment probably lead to his impeachment first. You're, so you're saying that Joe Biden wasn't going to Ukraine to fight corruption. Joe Biden was going to Ukraine to help the natural gas industry. At the time, he knew that his son was on the board of the biggest natural gas business conglomerate in Ukraine. 
That's exactly right. So now it's become clear why they didn't need the Hunter Biden laptop to come to light during the 2020 election. Are you starting to see the entire cover up here? We were never supposed to know any of this. This all comes from the laptop. This all comes from Hunter Biden, from Joe Biden's bad parenting, and from the cover up of the super state that benefits from having someone who is just a Muppet like Joe Biden with dementia in there so that they can continue to operate as usual. As again, you, the USS America sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Congressional probe uncovers tie between Biden campaign security letter dismissing Hunter laptop. Oh, interesting here. Rep. Matt Gates, another great one, says weaponization can prove weaponization, meaning the committee that he sits on can prove the letter signed by 51 former Intel officials discrediting Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation was written with the explicit purpose of aiding Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Another way of reading that is written with the explicit purpose of rigging an election in favor of Joe Biden. These officials who have all admitted that they had no idea, there's no evidence at all to back up that this was Russian disinformation. All of them, every single one, no one has ever provided any information on these spies who lie, these discredited frauds that would tie Hunter Biden's laptop to Russia. But they came out with, an, with a piece like instantly. They knew this was going to hit. They knew it. They knew it. They knew this was going to come out. You can see in the DMs, you can see in the Twitter files, the deep state was panicked. They were ready to censor this because they knew this would be so detrimental to Joe Biden. Aided by two Obama-era witnesses, congressional investigators led by House Judiciary Committee Jim Jordan have developed the first evidence that the letter from security experts that falsely dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation during the 2020 election had ties to Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Jordan told Just the News, this is the publication that we're reading. He expects the release of a report from the House panel on weaponization of government later this month that lays out the evidence that players behind the letter, which many Republicans now say was consequential interference in the presidential election. It was all done with politics and there are connections to the Biden campaign. Boom, shaka, laka. Matt Gates taking this down. No people know who Mike Morell is, former deputy director of the CIA, former acting director of the CIA, wanted to be Joe Biden's CIA director, got a phone call from Tony Blinken, who was representing the Biden campaign, saying, you know, gee, Mike, doesn't this Hunter Biden laptop look like Russian disinformation? Morell testifies that that then triggers him to be the ringleader of an enterprise, to go to others and to put together a letter for the specific purpose of use by Joe Biden in the presidential debate. You guys can prove that? We can prove that and and much more. I am I, Everything I'm telling you, I can fully corroborate with records and testimony. Uh, there are other very concerning behaviors of the government that I have only seen reflected in testimony. Some I've only seen reflected in records. That's why every day this week I will be conducting depositions as a part of what we're doing on the uh, weaponization subcommittee. We will be back doing this. We are rocking and rolling to get to the bottom of it, and, and there'll be much more to come. But at, at a top line, we can prove that the entire purpose of of this letter at the outset was to influence a presidential election with some of the most senior people who have ever been in our intelligence community. So it's rigged. So they have a system that is designed to lie 
for America, right? So think about the inception of the Intel communities. Most of them were formed in the 1920s to the 1940s during wartime. And the goal of these Intel agencies was to lie to our enemies, deceive them, and to gather information, right, on our clandestine enemies around the world, the Nazis, the Soviets, and so on and so forth, right, the Weimar. Now, all of those tools of espionage have in turn on the American people. This is why we say scatter the Intel agencies to the wind, because these tools of war and espionage, as designed, have now been turned on us. They are now using the manipulation of the media, Operation Mockingbird, and so forth, in order to manipulate the American people to lie to you about Hunter Biden's laptop. Why is this germane? Well, because we have the polling that says that a preponderance of Joe Biden voters would not have voted for him in 2020 were it not for the cover-up by these individuals of this laptop and the censorship of it. Now, these people are going to have their day in the sun, it sounds like, Matt Gates coming in hot, along with, of course, Twitter being bought by Elon Musk and that old regime getting destroyed. And the great ALX will join us very soon to talk about Elon Musk's bombshell interview with Tucker Carlson last night. But these people are getting their comeuppance, but they got their intended result. The intended result is to lie to the American people in order to stage, ladies and gentlemen, what, what they do around the world. They, they, they stage color revolutions, coups. You stage these around the world, you lie to the public, you manufacture narratives, and there's not a single one of these guys that can explain why they thought this was Russian disinformation. And more importantly, man, it gets my blood boiling. The FBI actually had the laptop. So the FBI had the laptop. And some of my favorite right-wing sites like CBS News, some of my favorite right-wing conspiracy sites like the New York Times, like the Washington Post, like NBC News, all of them have confirmed that the laptop's real. So the FBI knew they had a real laptop. They had it in 2019 and they lied to the American people about it. They still have done absolutely nothing. One of my favorite clips is Matt Gates entering in Hunter Biden's laptop into the congressional record in front of the FBI cybersecurity expert who says he has no idea where it is. That's called two tiers of justice. And you're going to see two tiers of justice on display in the city of New York, where the GOP held a field hearing. But first, ladies and gentlemen, with all of the news happening right now, you want to make sure that you are connected and deeply connected and ready to go. I don't know about you, but I'm really, really tired of living inside of a Banana Republic, and you definitely don't want to have Banana Republic cell phone service. So I encourage you to join me at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three networks so that you know that you don't have hateful and destructive ideologies that you are promoting and supporting. We talk about this with Bud Light nonstop. Cell phone companies are just as woke and just as bad. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless network. You cannot state it again. They believe in free speech. And that's really important with a cell phone company. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military, our veterans, and our first responders. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny. Patriotmobile.com slash Benny. Get free activation today with the offer code Benny. Don't insult my intelligence by using woke cell phone coverage, but also that's what the mother said to Democrats yesterday in New York for a field hearing. 
This was really something. The Republicans are doing, let me set the stage here, they're doing field hearings now where they're going and they're taking hearings to the actual locations like the border, for instance. They did one in the border. Uh, I hear rumors that they might do one in East Palestine, Ohio. They're, they did one yesterday in New York where, of course, you had the total and unjust political prosecution of Donald Trump there in Manhattan. And so – what exactly is happening also in Manhattan? Well, people are just being utterly slaughtered on the street like it's a third world hellhole. And so Republicans brought in victims of the crimes and criminality of the Soros prosecutor there into a field hearing. And so this is going to look very different than the hearings in Congress because they're inside of the, a federal building in New York. But man, some of these testimonies were powerful. Madeline Brame whose son was an army veteran. He had three children. He had a loving wife, happy family. He was stabbed to death. And Alvin Bragg let his murderers effectively go free. The people who were complicit in the murder of this woman's son, they were let go free. Here is this veteran's mother yesterday. When Alvin Bragg came into office, he was held, he was handed a strong trial ready murder case and gang assault case against all four of these individuals where this brutal, savage homicide was captured on video. He was handed a strong trial ready case, ready to go to trial. As soon as he took office, the case immediately began to unravel. He dismissed, completely dismissed, gang assault and murder indictments against two of the defendants clearly on video participating in the brutal, savage slaughter of my son. Mom is so upset. I have children. I could not imagine her pain. It is unimaginable because this is the pain that every parent fears most in life. It takes a lot of work to raise your children. It is nothing but sacrifice. My wife and I talk about this a lot. Something that we weren't necessarily prepared for is the restrictiveness uh, that is required. <laughs> we travel quite a bit, but still, it is an enormous day-to-day, hour-by-hour sacrifice to raise children. Any parent out there who's worth your weight in salt knows this. It is your life's work raising children. It's how God designed it. And so to have one of those children not only taken from you, which can happen in tragedies, it's not that Alvin Bragg went and killed her son. It's that Alvin Bragg didn't care that her son was killed and nobody was punished for it. That mom went pure savage mode on the Democrat who was in charge of this committee because congressional committees, you have to put one Democrat in charge. You have to, you know, you, you, you essentially appoint the Democrats get to appoint one guy and the people who are in the majority in Congress, they get to appoint their guy. Jim Jordan wasn't there for the Republicans. A guy named Dan Goldman was representing who represents New York. He's a real sleazeball, real greaseball, this guy. Uh, he got BTFO'd by this mother watch. Why we are here, and that's what we want to emphasize to you. And we're not insulting you. Your, your experiences are devastating. But the problem is, is that this is a charade to cover up for an abuse of power that they are going around talking incessantly outside of this hearing about Donald Trump. And the purpose of this hearing is to cover up for what they know to be an inappropriate investigation. 
Now, I look forward, many of you are Can I in respond, New York City. Please? No, not right now, because I only have 20 seconds. I'm sorry. But I, I do want to Don't insult talk. my intelligence. That uh, you're uh, not hang on, hang on. The gentleman's time. I'm not insulting you're, you're trying to insult me time. like I'm not aware of Ms. what's going Ms. on Ms. here. Thank you. Okay? Uh, I'm fully the... aware of what's going on here. Gentlemen, I will suspend. Okay? Gentlemen, gets another 15 seconds. Thank you. That's I'm why I walked away from the plantation of the Democratic Party. Committee will be in order. Miss Brain, what order. I was <laughs> spicy meatball. I love it. I love having these individuals get their world wrecked because the reality of the universe outside of Washington D.C., which is a hermetically sealed bubble filled with morons, is really, really painful to a lot of Americans, and they deserve to have their pain heard. And the person who probably deserves to get the tongue lashing more than anyone is a man named Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, of course, is the person who have, he is a liar. He's a liar. He is a bona fide, empirically proven liar. He said that he had direct evidence of collusion between Donald Trump and Russia. That's just one of many, many, many verifiable empirical lies that Adam Schiff tells. And Adam Schiff never has to face music because he comes from the bluest district in California and all he ever does is ride a unicycle, you know, into the MSNBC studios with clown nose on. So it's a total clown world. Adam Schiff finally got the face to music yesterday. Nonetheless, inside of the bluest blue dot city, I mean, that you'd be hard to find a city more Democrat run than New York. And Adam Schiff, man, he got he got some chin music. Check it out. That is to act as the criminal defense counsel for Donald J. Trump. Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Capitol Police, General will suspend. Capitol Police. Capitol Police will remove the gentleman from the audience. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Gentlemen. Let me tell you this. You're a scumbag. Let me tell you this. I got you all on video with your face with no attention. Donald J. Trump. was suspended. their families dying. You guys are scumbags. All of you. Every one of you. Free mouth quote. Free mouth quote. That's what you call righteous indignation. Jim Jordan's job is to, you know, Jim Jordan's job is to gavel in, right, and make sure that, like, he has a, an in-order committee hearing. But when your children are being slaughtered, all those parents, all those people testifying there, those witnesses, their parent, they, they are parents of murdered children, the majority of them. And so what the, 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 all Democrats did was not approach or affect the murdered children. They did not talk about that. They did not talk about the crime in New York. They didn't talk about the pain of those parents. All they talked about was Donald Trump. That was it. The entire thing was about Donald Trump. The committee hearing was about crime rampant in New York, and they just couldn't care less. They really couldn't. It's wild when you see like the Pelosi story, for instance, that even people as powerful as the Pelosi's, and they are really powerful, cannot avoid the consequences of their own actions and their own policies inside of these cities that they run. Paul Pelosi, of course, attacked with a hammer, right? by an illegal immigrant. Amazing how quickly that story falls from the news when you find out it's an illegal immigrant. This man's addicted to all, all the drugs that are legal. He's from Berkeley. He's a mentally ill sociopath. And that man can find his way into the Pelosi household. Uh, this stuff comes for all of us. Get out of blue cities. Get out of blue cities also because apparently uh, foreign nations can run their own police forces 
outside of American law inside of those cities. Check this out from yesterday. Inside of New York, just down the street, just down the street, alleged Chinese agents arrested for opening a police station, a Chinese-run police station in the middle of New York City. Huh? The hell? U.S. Department of Justice, they announced this yesterday with all this, this big, like, this big, you know, they, they, they released the statement, they released this tweet, we're going to have a special announcement, right? This is what they announced. The DOJ, along with law enforcement officials from other federal agencies, the state of New York announced that the arrest of two individuals accused of establishing and operating an illegal Chinese regime police station in New York City. The Chinese regime has these police stations all over the world. All over the world. And what they do is they police Chinese citizens. So if you're a Chinese citizen and you're going to go visit New York, they want to make sure that you're that there is some type of heavy there to spy on you, to arrest you outside of the laws of America, outside of the laws of this nation. It is a globalist police force run by a communist party that is supported by Joe Biden, that Joe Biden went into business with. Joe Biden had office keys cut with his name on it. And with Zhang Ho name on it, the Chinese spy chief of China, Joe Biden was in league with one of the Chinese spies who would have been running an operation like this if they were looking to arrest an actual, an actual Chinese asset operating legally inside of America. They should have arrested Joe Biden yesterday. But nonetheless, here's the news. Eastern District of New York right now, a Fox News alert where we are uh, witnessing a press conference that's being held by the U.S. Attorney's Office there, uh, charging a couple of Chinese nationals in the United States with uh, operating an undeclared Chinese government police station in Chinatown in Manhattan. Uh, Harry Liu, uh, Liu Jiangwang, and Chen Jinping have been charged with conspiring to act as agents of China's government, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. This is very similar to a case last year year in which five individuals were charged uh, for operating one of these so-called police stations, uh, stalking, harassing and spying on U.S. residents on behalf of the People's Republic of China secret police. In addition to those two charges, 34 officers of China's national police force have been charged uh, in uh, absentia with trans with a transnational regression scheme, as it's called. So. China is America's enemy. We will be at war with China in my lifetime, probably very soon here. Maybe another draft. China just changed its draft rules in order to essentially draft all men up to the age of 65. Are you prepared for that? And more importantly, is our country taking this seriously? There are multiple stations like this all around the globe. Why are we not pushing our allies to shut them down as well? These are police officers who operate outside of our laws. How is this allowed? Well, thank God that they arrested these guys. Why was it allowed to continue at all? And more importantly, why do we have a Chinese asset as our president? Makes you wonder. Especially when you see the value of the Chinese yuan skyrocketing, as they will be announcing very soon, a competitor to the dollar with the industrialized base of the world, Brazil and India and Russia joining them, the collapse of the U.S. dollar is certainly at hand. That's why I encourage you to consider diversifying your investments here. On the heels of the second bank failure in U.S. history, the eighth bank interest rate hike in 12 months and 186 more banks at risk of collapsing, well, your bank could be next. 
Take my advice. You need to protect your financial future right now with something real. Gold and silver for my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA and 401k with physical gold and silver. There's only one universal currency that has always had value against government fiat currencies, and that is gold. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating in the industry, five stars, AAA rating, Better Business Bureau, A+. You can get $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com. 5000 bucks on free silver. Have you seen the price of silver and gold recently? I bought gold last year. Absolutely best investment I've made. Crazy. Visit protectwithbenny.com or call 844-790-9191. My friends with Allegiance Gold will take care of you. So uh, speaking of, well, taking care of business, yesterday Ron DeSantis was at Disney World in Florida. He was there in order to smack Disney in the PP uh, for trying to do, run an end round and to create a secret board uh, that was outside of uh, Florida's laws. Effectively, what happened is Ron DeSantis said, no, you don't get to run your own corporate kingdom here in the state of Florida. That's wrong. Disney really had like the greatest sweetheart deal ever uh, created in the 1960s by CIA operatives. Look it up. We're going to do a special on this. Like CIA operatives essentially assisted in helping Disney purchase all this land and then create its own secret kingdom there where they had tax laws and rules outside of all other companies, including my company that operates in Florida. So this seems very deeply unfair, right? Maybe I should have a like a, a, a rat as my little mascot. But nonetheless, Disney had all of that come crashing down to an end. And the last thing that they did was try and do an end around the legislation in Florida that took away that special kingdom uh, by signing a handshake agreement with the board on their way out of being fired. So Disney essentially did a deal with themselves because Disney appointed the board, and then they did a deal with themselves in order to like give all the land back to Disney. It was illegal. It was obviously not something uh, that obviously not something that's going to uh, work. Uh, they're going to pass legislation to collapse that, but also uh, there's a state governing board of regulators uh, and contracts that's going to just toss this thing out. So every time Disney does this, it's it's very interesting to see. You get like the same responses. You get the, the, the press freaking out that DeSantis is pushing back against Disney as Disney stabs the people of Florida in the eye. And that's exactly what's happening here. Disney is like a woke sewage pipe. It is a Burbank, California run company. It is a woke sewage pipe into our culture. And DeSantis is saying, you, you don't get you don't get to you, you need to cut off that sewage line. And that's what he said yesterday by saying that. Maybe maybe, maybe he just might build a prison right next to Disney. <laughs> I'm I'm told that this is him trolling. I don't know. This is where all the headlines came from the uh, press conference yesterday. Watch district owns. So if you look at this whole special district, Walt Disney Corporation obviously owns a lot of it. But the district owns other land, you know. Quite frankly, I wasn't even thinking about that land. Uh, this was not something that was really important one way or another. We just wanted them to live under the same rules, pay the debt, pay the taxes, all that stuff. Oh, but come to think of it now, people are like, well, there's, what should we do with this land? And so, you know, it's like, okay, kids, I mean, people have said, you know, maybe, maybe have a, another, uh, maybe create a state park, maybe try to do more amusement uh, parks. Uh, someone even said, like, Maybe you need another state prison. Who knows? I mean, I just think that the, the possibilities are, 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 are endless. And so that is. So uh, trolling uh, in jest, I think. But, you know, what would the 
population of those prisons be? Probably all the child predators that Disney employs. And trust me, we have some work on that as well. Be very, very careful around Disney, not just with their content, with, with some of the predators that actually operate and work in and around that park. This is all the, all the more reason for Disney to just simply have the same rules as everyone else. I don't know how it's even possible that a deal like that was ever struck, but I'm glad that it's struck down as a taxpayer and a Florida resident and a business owner here, obviously. Uh, my job is to bring forward interesting content to my viewers. Uh, to that end, we worked with DeSantis team to get some access yesterday to the governor. Said, hey, yo, what does he like to do? He likes to, uh, the governor likes to go uh, and eat at a gas station, right? When, it, when he's done with an event, he drives to a gas station and he goes there in order to get himself an orange soda and, and to grab a bite. So I was like, let us join, let us tag along and I'll ask him questions. We'll do an interview while he does that. And so we released our first bit yesterday uh, from this interview. We'll release the full thing later this week. Uh, but right after that press conference, we hopped into the governor's motorcade and zipped along to Wawa. But we had to ask Wawa, a gas station that sells beer, we had to ask about the Bud Light controversy. Uh, and here's what DeSantis had to say. Bud Light, got to get your take on the boycott. So you just brought up Anheuser-Busch. Bud Light's getting hit, hit as hard as I've ever seen it. Why do you want to drink Bud Light? I mean, like, honestly, that's like them rubbing our faces in it. And it's like these companies that do this, if they never have any response, they're just going to keep doing it. So if you as a consumer are like, yeah, they're basically, and, and, and I mean, it's such a fraud with, with what they're doing with that. Like, yeah, they're doing that, but I'm just going to keep drinking it anyways. Well, then they're just going to keep doing it. So I think we have power as consumers to make our voice heard and not on every company because sometimes conservative uh, consumers aren't going to make a dent in some companies. This one is one, if you don't have conservative beer drinkers, you're going to feel that. And yeah. so, you know, I think it's a righteous, uh, I think it's a righteous thing. You know, some of these controversies, they come up and people can kind of just say, oh, well, it's kind of a one-off, yeah, it was stupid to do. But it's part of a larger thing where corporate America uh, is trying to change our country, yeah. trying to change policy, trying to change culture. And, you know, I'd rather be governed by we the people than, than woke companies. And so I think pushback is in order across the board, including with Bud Light. Will we ever see you drinking a Bud Light again? No, I don't think so. You know, I'm trying to think, like, what, what would I do if I had... Because there's plenty of photos of you, like the famous COVID one with you drinking the beer, right, with the bikers? That was a Budweiser. That was a Budweiser. So, so they've yeah. lost a customer. Yeah, I think so. But, you know, my wife and I, they don't, they don't have it here. If we... Uh, we ever go out to just have a beer, which admittedly we don't have the ability to do that like we used to. Yeah. You know, we actually like the stout, the Guinness. Yeah, yes. that's what we do. So, okay, you know, Irish. Yeah, we've done. We were uh, years ago. We we went to Dublin. We went to some other places, and we've always been a fan ever since. So, so ladies and gentlemen. Look forward to more information and clips from that DeSantis interview. It was a wide-ranging interview. We got some orange sodas. We sort of talked through a number of major issues facing the country. Uh, it's great to be able to bring you along. This is my job here. My job here as a creator is to bring you along the access that we get so that you can understand the world around you and the people who are running it, people who wish to run this country, the people who wish to run your state, the people who wish to run your party. We're going to bring you along. We have so much more planned. But why is that clip specifically important? That clip is specifically important because the target was selected because of its vulnerability. Bud Light was selected as a target 
Now, Matt Walsh is the person who actually started all this with Charlie Kirk, and I know them both, and I like them both. But they, the, the decision was made to go after the target where you could have the most muscle. You could flex the hardest. DeSantis said right there, you can't have a conservative beer company without conservative beer drinkers. And so if you're going to hire people like Dylan Mulvaney, you are going to spit in the face of your conservative base, Christian base. The real problem here is, of course, that transgenderism in and of its own ideology is antithetical to believers, not just of Christian faith, but of Muslim faith, of the Jewish faith, Bible believers, or believers in God and God's creation knows that God is, ain't out here making mistakes, and that includes your skin color. Yes, that includes your gender. That includes all of it. That ideology is a poison, and so you have to push back where you have the muscle to do so. You don't have the muscle with Olay or, I don't know, what Nike. Nike donates 90% to, to Democrats, all right? You're never, you're never going to make a dent there. And honestly, it's, you know, you're not going to have, you know, your, your, your average conservative ain't out here wearing $200 Nikes, or at least you shouldn't. But your average truck driver is cracking open a Bud Light. And so if you alienate that audience, then you can actually have a profound effect. And it, that will create a massive cooling effect on the very insular and very small Madison Avenue advertising world. And they'll say, wow. Uh, maybe we should consider not spitting in these people's faces. It is about pain. It is about pressure. It is about extracting a win. And again, if you are not interested in extracting a win when we have a very, very rare opportunity to do so, step aside. That's fine. Step aside. But this is a moment for us to stand up for our faith, our beliefs, and our morals and those things are slipping away very, very quickly in this country. So the Bud Light boycott still on. They're in panic mode. And that means that we have to do it twice as hard. We have to go in, ladies and gentlemen. Go in. Prepare. I don't want to see anyone in this audience ever drinking a Bud Light or Budweiser product ever again. But specifically Bud Light. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be done. Be done. And they can end it. You could end it potentially. And here's how you do it. An apology. Bud Light grovels and spits and drools out an apology, not the pithy note that was written last week by the CEO, but like an actual apology where you say, we're sorry, we should not have insulted you. We actually insulted what your belief system, the cornerstones of your life. We insulted people of faith. We look openly desecrated like your belief system on like a greater overall level. And so people of faith are happy to give up things uh, for their religion. We do it all the time, right? Like serving a God, a holy God, means you're giving up the things of this world. And so giving up like beer that tastes, again, like squirrel urine that's been siphoned through a bunch of twigs inside of the gutter at your grandmother's house, um, that's easy. That's, man, that's in the easy category. That is that is not in the uh, apostle crucifixion category. That That's inside of the easy category. That's where it gets to me. That's the base that, that's that's my base. And that's why I see this with clear eyes. And we're going to keep moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, somebody who also took over a woke company and has done an incredible job of draining his own swamp, 
even though it seems insurmountable, is Elon Musk. And he had a wide-ranging interview with Tucker Carlson last night. It was fascinating. Of course, there's only one man that can bring us the correct information and takes on this exchange. And that man's name is the legendary ALX. ALX, all right, your day in the sun here. I have to start off the top. A massive day for you, sir. You just got followed by Elon Musk, am I wrong? Uh, yes, that is absolutely insane. So what happened is I set up my subscriber feature, the new feature on Twitter. Um, I announced that it was like public. And within 10 minutes, I got a notification saying that he subscribed to me and then also followed me. And um, from there, my phone blew up. So, yeah, that's that's the breaking news this morning from from my Twitter account. All right. Look at that. You 420 by 420. Yeah, it's inevitable. It looks. Yeah, I need <laughs> less than 5000 in the next uh, two days. So we'll see if that happens uh, oh. coinciding with the SpaceX launch. So we'll see. I just want to like reiterate for those who maybe recent viewers or haven't been watching, you know, ALX and I have been building uh, for years here and ALX when we were just just younglings uh, was kicked off of Twitter by the communist regime that used to run Twitter 1.0 as it's called. Uh, and I said, man, this kid's going to have the greatest revenge arc in the history of Twitter. I think it has fully manifested itself today. I think that's absolutely true. Yep, you kept your promise there. Uh, you said I'd be back eventually, and you said it would be the greatest revenge arc ever, and it's manifesting right now. So, All right, so you watched Elon Musk manifest on Tucker Carlson last night. What did you see? Mm -hmm. Yep, so uh, one of the funnier moments last night that I saw had to do with the development of AI and the company OpenAI, which has the famous uh, chat GPT. So a lot of people don't know this. So Elon was instrumental in its founding, and he says it wouldn't have existed without him. Um, one of the concerning things that he uh, saw in the early days is that, so Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, uh, basically he says that the, the point of Google is to, you know, create this digital God. Um, and he, that's what he wants with AI. So, so Elon like heard that and he's like, um, yeah, let's, you know, have some concern about like humans because this could be dangerous. Um, so, you know, check, check out what Elon said. Um, Larry Page called him and check out Tucker's reaction. Let's look at the first clip. The reason uh, OpenAI exists at all is that um, Larry Page and I used to be close friends, and I would yes. stay at his house in Palo Alto, and I would talk to him late into the night about uh, AI safety. And at least my perception was that Larry was not taking uh, AI safety uh, seriously enough. Once, once, once sort of a digital superintelligence, basically digital God, if you will, uh, uh, as soon as possible. Um, he wanted that? Yes. He's made many public statements over the years uh, that, that the whole goal of Google is uh, what's called AGI, artificial general intelligence or artificial superintelligence. At one point, uh, I said, well, what about, you know, we're going to make sure humanity is OK here. Um, <laughs> and 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 um, uh, and they called me a specious. Uh, <laughs> did, he use, did he use that term? Yes. And there were witnesses. To other, I wasn't the only one there when he called me a speciesist. And so I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, I've, yes, I'm a speciesist. Okay. You got me. So you're a speciesist for wanting the human race to continue. 
Yeah, that that I think in in a a tech company, you know, is very very much a red flag. Giving Google full power into AI when he, you know, Larry Page doesn't even seem concerned with the dangers. So you know, giving all of that power to big companies like that that don't have any regard for humanity and aren't careful with it, and they're they're only interested in their business. It's a huge red flag. So I'm I'm glad that that Elon, you know, took an interest in that. And uh, he said he admittedly took his his eye off the ball because he's you know doing so many other things. Um, and now he wants to get back into the AI game. And he wants to develop something as a competitor to OpenAI called Truth GPT. Um, here's a little bit on that. Uh, I talked about that as well last night. But I will, I will, I will try to create a third option, um, and that third option hopefully does more more good than harm. Uh, like the intention with OpenAI was uh, obviously to do good, but it's not clear whether it's actually doing good or whether it's. I, I can't tell at this point, um, except that. I'm worried about the fact that uh, it's being it's being trained to be politically correct, which is simply another way of, of being untruth, saying untruthful things. Yes. So that's that's a bad sign. There's certainly a path to AI dystopia is to train AI to be deceptive. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to start something which I know you call Truth GBT or uh, a maximum truth seeking AI that tries to understand the nature of the universe. And I think this this might be the best path to safety in the sense that. Uh, an AI that cares about understanding the universe uh, is unlikely to annihilate humans because we are an interesting part of the universe. It's so interesting watching Elon Musk be scared of something. He's the richest man in the world. He's created some of the most successful companies in human history, mm -hmm. and he's he's legitimately terrified of AI. Yeah, um, and I and I think that that is what you know should give everyone pause is. If he's concerned about it, and you know, one of the, one of the smartest, like you said, in the world, runs all of these companies, and this is the thing that you know worries him the most. Uh, I think everyone should be paying attention to it. Um, and another thing he brought up is, you know, if people think that social media censorship and you know spying and all of this is bad, just picture what a digital company could do with AI and controlling information. So picture. Like the government agencies have control over this. They could shift an entire narrative. Um, you thought the Hunter Biden laptop story was bad. Picture what they could do with like artificial intelligence and they could have fake news accounts and they're very convincing is his concern is that it's actively learning. So it will learn what is most convincing and, you know, it could become a digital God. Um, but one of the other things that he did bring up regarding intelligence agencies is the fact that they have, you know, or had in the past access to everyone's DMs. Uh, so Twitter is working to uh, fix that by enabling uh, encryption, where not only uh, government officials can't see it, but Twitter employees and him himself wouldn't be able to see it. Um, so let's take a listen on what he said about the government agencies accessing DMs. Uh, the, the, the degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that. Would that include people's DMs? Uh, yes. Oh. Yes, because the DMs are not encrypted. 
So one of the first, you know, one of the things that we're about to release uh, is the ability to encrypt your DMs. That's pretty heavy duty, though, because a lot of well-known people, reporters talking to their sources, government officials, the richest people yeah. in the world, sure. they're DMing each other. And the assumption, obviously, it was incorrect, but was that that's private, but that was being read by various governments. Uh, yeah, that seems to be yes. My God. So, yeah, I mean, don't assume that anything is private in your life, right? Unless you're using a VPN and encrypted and two-factor authentication, don't assume that your text messages are private. Don't assume that anything is private. I mean, there's a lot of people who just stupidly assume that it's because it's a direct message and yep. you are the only one who's sending it to another person on Twitter uh, that you and that other person are the only people who see it. But that mm -hmm. that has been tr proven now incorrect. Yeah. And one of the concerning things um, with Twitter 1.0, and this is the this is the case for a lot of social media companies. Uh, so they probably don't even need warrants to access this if the social media companies are willingly giving it over. So they have their. Uh, yeah. So they have a special portal where the law enforcement or the government and in some cases this could be good if there is actual criminal activity like child exploitation or you know criminal activity going on on the platform that's the purpose of it uh but it's abused in cases like douglas mackey where there was a meme so mm -hmm. in court they are reading through an entire group dm of um, individuals who you know had no idea they were implicated in this and they're reading their messages in court with their names so that was a case where, you know, they probably didn't even need a warrant. They just hit up uh, gov at twitter.com or whatever and requested the DMs. And I'm sure the people at Twitter 1.0 were happy to give uh, a Trump supporters information and DMs over to law enforcement. Right. Um, so that that's what was really concerning. And so I'm glad that they're working on um, encryption. Um, but one of the other parts of Twitter 1.0 that Elon got rid of was the staff. Uh, so Tucker asked him last night how many staff he's fired because there's been variations of reporting of, you know, 75%, whatever. And he revealed that he cut 80% of staff. Uh, let's check out uh, Tucker's priceless reaction to that. What percentage of your staff did you fire at Twitter? One of the great business stories of the year. <laughs> I think we're about 20% we're about, uh, of uh, the original size. Uh, so 80% left. Uh, yes. So I mean, a lot of people voluntarily. Sure, sure. But but it's 80 percent are gone from the day. That's, that's correct. Yes. So how do you run the company with only 20 percent of the staff? Uh, it turns out uh, you don't need uh, all that many people to run Twitter. But 80 percent. That's a lot. Um, yes. Uh, over, I mean, if you're, if you're not trying to run some sort of. Uh, glorified activist organization uh, with, with uh, and you don't care that much about censorship, then uh, you can really let go of a lot of people, it turns out. <laughs> How much of a censorship regime was the actual employee number at Twitter? Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. What's very confusing is, so I'm an active Twitter user, and I have five or six Twitter employees that actively, like, engage with my content. Um, I know I'm a higher profile user, but another one of my experiences is I'm a Twitter blue subscriber. If I have a question, there's a little portal, you can get same day support on Twitter. And they're doing this with a fraction of the staff, 80% less staff. So that begs the question, 
of the other employees, how many were either doing nothing or just focusing on censorship? Because I'm very confused of, you know, how they're more responsive now than they were back then. Right. Well, it's important to have a boss that actually cares about his user base. And I recall when they initially wrongfully and with total prejudice and without any reason given, any valid reason given, banned your account. And I reached out furiously to every contact I had at Twitter. And I knew people in Twitter 1.0. And I reached out furiously and they couldn't help us. They yep. didn't lift a finger. They yep. just looked at us like, now those people have since been fired, thank God. I'm never for someone losing their job, but they weren't doing their job, right? That right. It was their job to protect conservatives and people like you on the platform. They didn't do anything for us, nothing. Correct. Exactly. And now you fire 80% of the staff and you get the best service ever. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's just, it speaks volumes to, you know, the leadership there. Um, and it seems like the employees that are left actually care about their job and, you know, mm -hmm. care about free speech. So um, they're mission driven rather than these people that sit around drinking wine or whatever these other employees were doing the entire time. Yeah, I, I saw the TikTok. My day at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so you're just another, drunk all day. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you're just drunk and eating all day. Got it. Okay. Another thing that happened last night after the interview is that you were watching it and uh, you said that the whole open AI story was pretty interesting uh, and that Elon should consider suing them. Um, it looks like you broke some news uh, with an Elon reply to that tweet as well. Uh, he says, wait for it. So we'll see. We'll see if Elon sues them for defrauding uh, him back then. Anything to hurt Bill Gates. <laughs> I'm here for Correct. it. And then another thing he did last night is, so he labeled the CBC, which is, you know, Canada's version of the BBC. At first it was 70% state uh, government funded media. They had a complaint. They said, no, it's less than 70%. So in classic Elon's fashion, he labeled it 69% government funded media. <laughs> um, so I think that satisfies their concerns there. Very satisfying, Alex. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, man. It's, it's, it, sometimes you look at the news cycle and you just want to you want to cry because you're sad that you're living in such a depraved time. And sometimes you look at it and you like want to cry tears of joy because you're just so happy that people mm -hmm. like Elon Musk are alive and the greatest living trolls to ever walk the earth. Yeah. And you, you get to just, witness it. You, you get to like yeah. witness these like historic moments. Yeah. And Elon says himself, it's like, no matter what you think about Twitter and his leadership at Twitter, you can't say it's boring. It's at least <laughs> yeah. exciting. Yeah. It is at least exciting what's happening on Twitter. So that's, that's the, most, the bright side. The most entertaining, the most entertaining result is going to be the right result, right? Is, it, is, is that the paraphrase? Yeah. Elon's razor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, ALX, where can people find your razors sharp as attack ALX? You should definitely follow him on Twitter, of course. Yep. Twitter is my primary. I'm also on Truth Social at ALX and then Instagram, ALX the Lord, Twitter, ALX the Lord. But yeah, my primary one is Twitter. We're looking to get 420 by uh, 420. Go get them. You won't be disappointed. Follow ALX, <laughs> the executive producer of this show, and also a Twitter god. Thank you. <laughs>
to give you that motivation. We do so on this show. There are some shows where we're like depressed, right? And there is a depressing time. It is like family turning against family, brother turns against brother. Like it's sometimes a depressing time to be online and we have to stare into the blackness of this stuff, and whether it be a school shooting or whether it be a new crime that we're not sure will ever get investigated. Uh, that's so in our face, so insulting to immoral people. And so we find a refuge and it is a simple refuge and is one that has withstood the test of time and has also assisted, of course, in your ancestors who probably had a harder life than you, I'm guessing. And that refuge is, of course, scripture. And so we always have a verse of the day. And the verse of the day today, for nothing is hidden except to be made manifest, nor is anything secret except to come to light. What we are saying here from this verse is that don't try and hide. Don't try and hide. Don't try and be evil in the darkness like the Bidens. Don't try and obscure what you know is true. And certainly don't try and lie because this stuff will all be brought into the light, will all be judged equally unlike the Bidens, will all be judged equally, ladies and gentlemen. And this is not, God's court is not the uh, American justice system. And so live a good life. Be open with your mistakes. Be honest to the people around you and be good to your family and understand that you'll be, you'll be weighted justly uh, by a just God. And that means that there is some justice in the world. It also means there is victory in the world for people like us. We can count on the victory and that'll get us through the day. That's for certain and is promised to us. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. See ya.